I felt like I was a bit of a square peg round hole type situation and I wanted something more I wanted more freedom I didn't want to have to keep asking for a day off you know all the things that you have to do when you're working for somebody else so I decided that launching my own business was going to give me that freedom we're closing the business down for the next however long it takes to work out how we make the changes, how we do things differently. I had no idea what that was going to look like. Absolutely no idea. Um, but I just knew at that point something had to change. Have you ever wondered how successful businesses and thought leaders keep landing those big media opportunities and keep the buzz going around what they're up to? It's not just by chance. They're all using the power of storytelling. I'm Nicola J. Rowley, and with over 25 years in the media as both a journalist and PR expert, I'm here to help you unlock the story potential for both you and your brand. Everything starts with a story. This is the Power of Storytelling podcast. Well, hello there. It's great to have you with us today. And today we're going to be talking about not accepting things as you think that they should be. So sometimes we go through life, we have lofty goals or lofty things that we want to achieve. And when we actually get there, we realize that's not quite what I expected. And this episode of the podcast should hopefully enable you to realize that if you find yourself in that situation, if you reach a certain point and it's not ticking all the boxes, it's not making you happy, it's not making you feel fulfilled, that's okay for you to step away and redesign things the way that they're going to work for you. So I'm delighted to be joined by Certified Business Strategist. Emma Hine, who helps ambitious people to grow a business that they love. Hello, Emma. It's great to have you with us. Hi, Nicola. It is great to be here. I am super excited. Oh, it's great to have you. You know, we all have goals, don't we, in life? We want to get to a certain point. And if you're running your own business, let's face it, we're kind of like thinking, right, I'd like to have five more clients coming in this month, or I'd like to achieve X, Y, Z, whatever that may be. You were there, weren't you? But you were really focused on getting that level of success. So take us all the way back right to the beginning when you started building your business. Gosh, okay, right. So I started building my business back in 2006. At the time I was in corporate and I was building a successful career within corporate. I was at a senior management level and doing pretty well for myself. But I felt like something was missing. I felt like I was a bit of a square peg round hole type situation. And I wanted something more. I wanted more freedom. I didn't want to have to keep asking for a day off. You know, all the things that you have to do when you're working for somebody else. So I decided that launching my own business was going to give me that freedom. So I opened, um, along with my husband, we launched an e-commerce business. It took about two years to get the business to a position where it was financially able to support us both. And in 2008, I moved into that business full time alongside my husband. And the business from that point on grew quite quickly. We moved into bigger premises, taking on more staff, doing all of the things. Revenue was going up and up and up. Um, Ultimately, it reached a seven-figure business. So we were turning over in excess of a million pounds every year. Despite me chasing what I thought was going to give me the success that I needed in life, 
I wasn't feeling successful. I had lots of money. I had lots of things, but I never felt like a successful business owner. That's really interesting, isn't it? Because we think that when we reach those lofty goals and I'm sure that, you know, like many of us, you had a financial goal and that was part of the many goals that you had that you wanted to be able to turn over a million. And there you were doing it year after year after year. But when you reached that point, something didn't feel right. How bad did it actually get for you, Emma, in terms of it not feeling right? How kind of out of sync with you was the business and how much it had taken over? Absolutely, totally out of sync. It was 2010 when I first started to realise that the business wasn't giving me this freedom that I so much longed for. The reason I left corporate was freedom. 2010, it was only a couple of years after I'd already been, you know, I'd been running that business full time. It all happened when my youngest daughter was in hospital. She was taken into hospital just before Christmas. Now, Christmas in our business was our absolute peak. So we were super, super busy working all the hours and then some. She was taken into hospital and it took me out of the business for 16 days. 16 days at peak is just totally unmanageable. But during that time, it gave me time to sit and reflect and think, is this actually what I want? Is all of this money and all of these nice things actually what makes me a successful person? Are they the things that actually make me happy? And I knew the answer was no. However, something within me did not allow me to step away. And I know what that is now. When I was a child, when I was a teenager, I was told by a teacher that I would never be successful. I would never make anything of myself. So I set about doing what I thought made people realize that I had made something of myself. And that was money. That was making money. So from that point on, things got worse. I kept going. I kept working. I kept doing the things. Revenue kept growing. More money kept coming in. I felt more and more unhappy. I reached a point where I was spending my time thinking, how can I change this? How can I take away this business, this monster that I call it, without not looking successful without saying, I can't do this anymore. And I decided that the only way to do that, the best way to do that, not only for me, but for all of the people around me, because I wasn't spending the time that I should have been with my children, with my family. Um, I was just working. I decided that the only way to do that was to end my life. And then I spent months, probably years, planning that, working out how I was going to do that. I'd go off on walks and I think, you know, if I accidentally fell off this wall, you know, off a bridge or something like that, what would that happen? If I threw myself under the car that was driving away, would that be it? Would it go away? It was such a blur. I couldn't even tell you the exact point. It was somewhere around 2016 when I sat one night with several bottles of wine, several packets of pills and thought, this is it. I can't do this anymore. I was lucky. My husband, don't ask me why, he came downstairs. It was the middle of the night. He'd got used to me being just downstairs because I was drinking a lot at this point to try and you know block out the life. So he got used to me being downstairs and just left me to it because he knew that was the best way to do it. This particular night he came down and stopped me taking the pills. Now you would think that would be the turning point, wouldn't you? You would think that would be the point where you would say, enough is enough. Not for me. I woke up the next morning brushed my hair, put on my lipstick and went back into work like nothing had happened. And that continued for another four years. And if you are listening to this 
and you've been affected by anything that Emma has been talking about, please, please reach out for help. We will put the contact details for the Samaritans in the show notes as well. Emma, I can't even begin to imagine how desperate you must have been at that stage to be thinking, how? How am I going to be able to get through this? Because I can't see a way out. And the fact that you carried on being so unhappy for those four years after that point as well. What was the point where you just said, do you know what? It's not worth it anymore. It just isn't worth this. It was Christmas after the after COVID, Christmas 2020. Uh, I think I'd reached that point in 2019, um, at Christmas 2019. But then we went into pretty much straight into lockdown and everything else. And as we were an online business, it sent our business really, really busy. And I didn't really get time to think about it. I just went back into what I do best, which is you know, if you're busy, if anything's not feeling nice or comfortable, just work that little bit harder. So 2020, worked my socks off once more, got to Christmas and it's just, it just had to change. I just knew at that point, something had to change that I couldn't keep being that person. I went to bed basically one night at the end of Christmas when we'd finished our Christmas peak and said, this is it. We're closing the business down for the next, however long it takes to work out how we make the changes, how we do things differently. I had no idea what that was going to look like. Absolutely no idea. Um, But I just knew at that point, something had to change. What was that realisation? Did you like, once you put your head together with your husband, like you came up with this plan, what was the plan? What was the way to be able to free up your time? Because at the end of the day, like you say, you started off wanting a freedom lifestyle and actually what had happened was you were just chained to the business completely completely chained to the business and I think for me there there was lots of things that strategically I could have done at that point that would have meant that we could have kept the business going we could have done all of the things strategically that business could have ran without me working the hours I was working Um, we were self-fulfilled so we had our own warehouse our own distribution we did all of the stuff ourselves was to change that business to turn it into um, an FBA business which is a fulfilled by Amazon business which meant we would have to get rid of a lot of the the product ranges that we sold because they weren't products that were you were allowed to sell that way it meant that we would lose our own customer base because we would no longer be selling through our website we will be completely reliant on something that was quite new to us we dabbled in it a little bit but it was completely new so we had no idea at this point what effect this was going to have on the business financially but that never once entered my head I knew it had to happen so the plan was created and it took about three months to fully integrate it and to to fully put that in place. And it happened. We, we implemented that. And I think it was Mar- the end of March 2021 when we fulfilled our very last order. And we haven't fulfilled an order since that date. And that's quite incredible when you think about it, because, you know, obviously we're doing lockdown and everything else. And there are all of the additional pressures and everything else going on with that. And so now Amazon is helping you fulfill your orders. Did that give you back more freedom and more capacity to actually, do you know what? I'm now able to do all the things that I want to do. I can now spend time with my family. I can now just 
just have those moments that I have been longing for for so long. It absolutely did. It was almost like a, an overnight change in terms of what my life looked like. However, that was the point when I think I suddenly felt the most lost in a way because I'd never had any time. I'd become a mum at 16. So I'd always been busy. I went straight into corporate at 18 and then obviously straight into the e-commerce business. So at that point, I had never, ever really had any time for, you know, for me to do what I wanted to do, to, to even know what I wanted to do. So at that point, I really had to start delving into, well, who is Emma? What on earth does she want to do with her life? How does she want to live? She knows she doesn't want to be tied to something, but but what does that actually look like? It's almost like you'd like become conditioned. I always remember when I used to work at the BBC, like you you literally get conditioned into a certain way of thinking so that when you come out and you step out, you're like, I don't no, I don't know what it is that I want because actually I've spent so long doing things in a certain way. Where do I go from here? But your journey, what I really love about your journey is the fact that you knew that at the heart of it had to be happiness. You'd learned that the hard way, but you've taken it forward now and you're helping other people find their version of happiness too. And that was the only thing that when I started to really delve into me and what I wanted to do and the things that I wanted to get out of my life, the only thing that was very, very clear to me is that I wanted to help people to realise that they can be happy, they can run a business and they can be happy, that they don't have to basically give up their life in order to become a business owner. It's a real journey. And I still believe I am on that journey now. I still believe that as I am settling into, you know, my new business and understanding what that looks like, I am still understanding me and and what actually makes me happy and what my future is going to look like. I still think that's a journey for me. I know you're all about growth and you talk about growth and that's not only for business, but it's for ourselves as well. And when we're looking at where we're going, what we're doing, I think it's growing as the person that you want to become, stepping into those shoes, becoming the version of yourself that's going to allow you to live that extraordinary life, but on the terms that light you up. Absolutely. I'm a massive believer that you simply cannot grow a business that you love, a business on your terms, unless you grow alongside it. You have to grow. You have to change. You have to accept who you are. You have to do all of these things if you want to be truly successful. You have to. And you've qualified since as a certified business strategist. So now you're guiding people through their journeys. And it doesn't matter where they're at in terms of their journeys, whether they're right at the start, in the middle, or maybe they've just become a little bit lost. Tell me a little bit about how you help people really find themselves and how they get started on their journey. With Working with me, whatever stage of business you are at, always, always starts with getting to know what success means to you, because I think that is super, super important. And I think that's something that we quite often forget. We focus very much on the you know, the, the monetary things, the, the things that, you know, we, we assume are going to make us feel like we are really, really successful. Whereas I like to strip that back. You know, even if we're looking at monetary goals, I like to strip that back and say, okay, you want to make 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 a month, whatever that figure looks like for you. Why? So working with me, 
it's like working with a child because I am constantly asking you why. We need to understand what that looks like. I massively believe that if you follow your passion, you're going to be more consistent with things. And the more consistent you are with things, the more growth that you can get both as a person and as a business owner. So yeah, holistic growth is what I'm about. I love the fact that you're like a child. Why? 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 We've all been there, whether that's our own child or you've seen someone else like out and about with their child and they're going, but why? But why? Because it's so important to really dig deep into that stuff and not ignore it and not bury it so that you carry on going. As you found out, like you just carry on hoping that everything's going to change. But it's like anything, isn't it? It won't change unless you start taking the actions in the right direction to get you to get to that final goal and understanding why you want to be there, that's absolutely key. And I am asked all the time if I can help people to grow their business to the seven figures because people know I've done that. And my answer is always, absolutely, I can. But I'd rather show you a way that you can do it better than I did. It's one of those things, isn't it? I think it's perfectly possible for anyone to grow a hugely successful business, but it's got to be in a way that feels aligned to you and you can actually do it and still feel like you've got yourself. You don't lose yourself in that whole process as a result. Exactly. And that's not saying this is easy. It's not saying that just because you're doing something you enjoy, that it means that the process is really easy to do. To be a business owner, you've got to be resilient. To be a business owner, you've got to be prepared to get knocked down and have to pick yourself up again. You know, it takes time. All of those things don't change. You know, it's still hard. There's still going to be moments when, you know, you want to tear your hair out because that's that's growth. Growth is uncomfortable. But ultimately, you're going to be happy making those moves. You're going to be happy getting uncomfortable. And that's all anybody wants, really, if you're honest with yourself, to be happy. For you now, Emma, what is your kind of vision for where you want to be? Well, (laughs) what a question. What a question. I have been playing with this a lot for the last sort of 12 months or so. and And I think I am finally getting to the point where... I am getting more comfortable in terms of what I enjoy doing. I love connecting people. I love bringing people together. And I think I'm pretty good at it. I'm going to be big headed for a second there. I think I'm pretty good at bringing people together. So I've realized that part of my business, a key part of my business has to involve bringing people together, connecting people. So my events, they have to continue. I have to make them work with my business one way or another. I also know that, you know, I love being abroad. So I would love to have the option. And this is what I've always wanted, really, to be able to to, to work as I'm traveling. And that is definitely something that I'm going to be doing, you know, more of this year. I had to go through the most awful thing last year, losing my daughter. And I think that made me realize that life is short and you have to do what you want to do when you want to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And it is moments like that when we lose a loved one that it, again, it becomes like a massive wake up call for we only get one life. We've got to live it. Like, so we're making the most of every single moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing is, we can do it. We absolutely can do it. But 
we have to allow ourselves and we have to one of the biggest mistakes I made going back into you know my business when I was so depressed so low you know doing all of those things is I didn't seek any help I didn't let anybody help me because I was frightened that I was going to look like I was not successful by asking for help so if anybody is ever feeling that they are struggling whatever that is be with the mental health or with their business whatever it is ask for help because there is plenty of people are out there that will give you that help absolutely people will rally around like a hundred percent you are never ever alone on this journey emma i know you obviously alluded to what's happened over the last year and this is going to be a very difficult question in terms of if you were to put that to one side would you say that you are en route to finding happiness at least within the business 100 percent. I, I i don't think i've realized that until now and and it's it, what i've gone through is, has helped me to realize that, that that you know what i am creating what i am building for myself and also for my family because i'm getting to do things with my family that i never used to be able to do i'm getting to do things you know that with other people friends that i never used to be able to do so 100 percent, i am on the path back in the day when you were running that business and you were just literally i've just got to keep going i've got to keep going i'm guessing there were nights out that were missed. There were family occasions that were missed. There were all kinds of things that you missed out on. And you've just said right now, like, actually, you're just starting to do all of that. Does that mean you are starting to tick the box for the freedom? Absolutely. Absolutely. If somebody asked me to go for a coffee, I can do it. I don't even drink coffee, but I'll go anyway because I can. You know, I love Christmas. I hated Christmas, even though I love Christmas because I was always so, so busy. Now I can go and do the things, the wreath making, the seeing the lights, walking into the shops that are playing the Christmas music. I never did any of that, yet they were the things that I absolutely love doing. Now I can do them. And, it, and it, it is it is great. It is a great, great feeling. That's amazing that you've been able to turn things around the way that you have. Emma, if anyone's looking to connect with you to find out how you might be able to help them to design their business so that it actually works for them, not them feeling like they're trapped by it, um, how can they get hold of you? Best place is to go to my website, emmahine.co.uk. Amazing. And we will obviously, we'll pop that in the show notes so that everyone can find it. If you are thinking, do you know what? I want to be able to tell my story the way that Emma's told her story today, to be able to inspire others, to be able to go on and achieve things that they might have thought otherwise impossible take our free quiz pr-quiz.com and we'll let you know through a bespoke report what areas you might need to be looking at before you get started with PR. Until next time on the Power of Storytelling podcast, we'll see you then.